Hello there, this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. I'm here to represent Jesus today to tell you what's on his heart. And so I want to acknowledge him first, Jesus, I thank you and praise you that you'll speak through me today and remind me of the things that you said that you wanted me to share. We thank you that you're showing us your heart, how you feel, and that you're a real person. And um, just, Lord, we thank you that you're just so beautiful, you're so wonderful. We just want to magnify your name. We just magnify you right now. Thank you for telling us how you feel. Love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. So um, I think it started with a day or so ago. I saw one of my memories on Facebook when Jesus was showing me how very sad that he is. And, you know, oftentimes when you're alone, like I've never heard anyone else say that. And so oftentimes it feels for me like, um, am I wrong? Because people don't acknowledge what he's going through. And I realize it's my message, the message he gave me to share with you. And he's sad. And this morning he was saying he feels left out. You know, he did this, this thing for us. He gave his life. We have his words, which he expressed don't mean anything to us because we don't do them. They're just words on paper. We read them, we go, yeah, okay. Um, I was sharing this with my son this morning and it reminded me of he does music, and um, he was listening, I guess, actually to a preacher and that does music. And he did this great song, and, and someone said, oh, nice. And he said, that's it, nice. And as I was telling my son, I just felt like that's what Jesus was saying. Oh, that's nice. He did this for me. He got on the cross for me. His spirit can live on the inside of me. Nice. Not great. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're so good to us. And are we on our knees and just bowing down to him and really appreciating what he did? And he said, no. He feels like this little space in our life, this little tiny space we give him. As if we're saying, nice. Thanks. But we don't acknowledge it. Just like in the day of Noah. Oh, okay. And they carry on. I want to read something that he um, said. I've been talking, but who's been listening? I've told you things to come, but who is prepared? I have provision and still you don't receive. Still you don't still you go off on your own to provide for yourself, even suffer. And go without. You hear my words, yet they mean nothing to you. 
if you're not acting on them. Just hearers only, not doers. You hear me and you walk away. And um, then he, he was talking about how like, you know, when you talk to someone and they say, hey, how are you? And you're telling them this thing that's going on in your life. And they respond with something totally different as if they didn't hear a word you said. And that's what he's saying. You hear my words, but they don't mean anything to you. He said that we just, we listen and we put it aside and like when you hear deny yourself and he said denying yourself is love you know the world has an uh, understanding of love but he denied himself he gave up his life because he loved us and when we hear if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself. And he said it scares people. And they walk away. But what he's really saying, will you love me enough to care? To put your life aside? And do your life my way? So that those who are lost can have salvation? So in other words, can you love me? Not like our reward isn't going to be Huge. I mean, even just the reward of eternal life is a huge reward. But he said, whoever would leave houses, mothers, sisters, brothers for the sake of the gospel in this lifetime would receive a hundredfold return in this lifetime. You know, yesterday we were talking about um, he was sending whoever would go out. And that's the message today. Will you go for me? Will you deny yourself? Will you go? <clears throat> and he said, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. And he shared, many are looking for answers. They're looking for an answer, okay. but... I found this on the web for how many are looking for answers. Excuse me. So many are looking for answers. But he said, my people aren't giving them answers because he has this tiny bit of room in our life. And so he doesn't have time to show us the answers. We walk around harassed and oppressed by the enemy ourselves. How are we going to help them? And so he said, this message is for those who call themselves Christians, but yet they're just religious. They don't do the word. They just listen and they walk away because it's too much to handle. Because really, we're trying to do it on our own, if that's what we're thinking, it's too much. I've heard myself say that before and instantly corrected myself because you know what? It's not him, it's not me, it's him. I'm dependent on him, not myself. 
And so therefore it's not too much because he's going to do it in me. And so he said, pray for harvesters. Pray for those religious people that call themselves mine, yet they're not doing the work. I can't send them out because they're not willing. They think they're ready and they're going to have eternal life, but they're not. Pray for them. So he distinctly said, those who call yourselves Christians and you think you're ready, but I can't send you out because you won't let go. You won't deny yourself because you're afraid. You're not ready. And if we would just bow down to him, get on our knees and just repent. He's sad. He's not here yet because we're not ready. Because we're not ready we're, and we're not even getting ready. And part of getting ready is to do his work, to go out like the 70, like the disciples, and do his work. Take authority over the enemy instead of letting him control you. He also said what, what should be normal is sparse. Like we were, we were saying, he was saying, heal the sick, tell them the kingdom of God has come upon you. And the, the 70s said, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he's saying, that should be normal. We should be way past that already. But we're still working on forgiving. We don't know the word. We're not listening. They're just words on a paper that mean nothing. But he said they need to mean something to you now. Now is the time. His return is soon. And he's asking us to care, to love him, to put everything else aside and show your love for him. And don't worry. He's going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you. Remember when Jesus was out and, and the people were following him and he, it was time to eat. And the disciples were like, send them away. We don't have enough. But Jesus, he depended upon the Father and he fed them. He fed them. And when we hang out with him, we're going to have that kind of faith. Well, I'm doing your work and I need this to happen. Besides, he said that he would do anything you ask him to do when you're representing him. And so he is adamant in saying, pray, pray. I need harvesters. My heart is broken that many will perish for lack of knowledge. Even my own people for lack of knowledge. You're going to perish 
because you're distracted, you're not paying attention. The little bit of time that you give me is not enough. Many people who are in ministry, it, it's so religious that they actually have no time to spend with Jesus. They just do what everybody else does. They copy each other. And there's no power in the church because we don't have time for Jesus. Like he said, we just give him a tiny bit, a tiny bit of our life. There's just a tiny little space in your brain where you sometimes think about him. When you're in trouble, of course, you run to him. So he said, just as in the day of Noah, you got your life, and I'm not in it. I've told you over and over again, but right in the middle of my heart crying out to you, he said this. You changed the subject. Ever had that? Yeah. Just like we were talking about. You're telling someone something and they respond with something totally different. You're on your knees and Jesus wants to share with you and you just ignore him and start crying out to him. You know, our little things are nothing compared to what he's dealing with. He knows. He knows what it feels like to grieve, to have to do what he has to do, even though he's in love with his people, just like in the day of Noah. He started over, and it hurt him. He forgot about Noah for five months. And what's coming up, it hurts him. He knows what's going to happen. But he knows those who would choose him if they only knew. And it's up to us who say we're Christians to let them know. To skip the movies and just go do that work that we're supposed to do. Don't be greedy with your time. Don't be selfish. Don't let the enemy talk you out of it. And so that's the word that I have for you today. It's time to gather them who are lost, who are ready to choose me. But who will go for me? What should be normal is sparse. What is sparse should be normal. He said, it should be normal that you get up every day and go for me. What can I do for you, Lord? Just like he says to you, what can I do for you? I love you. I'm in love with you. My life's about you. Is your life about him? Can he ask you a favor? And you'll do it? Or is it inconvenient for you?
But then on that day, he was saying, Lord, but I did this, I did that. He's going to say, you didn't know me. I didn't know you. You didn't get it. You were in love with yourself. I know many don't like to hear the truth, but this is the truth. And I think you'd rather hear it today than on that day when it's too late. And so I'm here telling you the truth, what he told me to tell you to do. And if you want to have eternal life, you have to do as well. If you practice lawlessness, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So get to know him. Fall in love with him. Don't be religious. It's not about that. It's not about religion. It's about Jesus and knowing him and loving him back, which you'll just want to do once you know him. I'm convinced that if you can't love him, you don't really know him. You know of him, and you're practicing religion. But you got to take the time to get on your knees and know him. And the answer these days isn't in the church, nor was it when Jesus was here. He got kicked out of the church. Jesus wants to love you. He wants to heal you. He wants to grow you up, and he wants to send you out. And it's a rewarding, challenging, beautiful life to live, living it his way. So that's the word I have for you today. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you and you want to get to know him, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, then you will heed his voice. Then he'll come and live on the inside of you. Revelation 3.19, he's going to correct you because he loves you. He's going to teach you. Acknowledge him today. Pray with me. Jesus, we want to do your will. We're sick of being selfish and ignorant of how you feel and what you're going through. We know, Lord, what the Word says. And they're not going to just be words on a piece of paper anymore, but they're going to mean something. We commit to you. We commit to you, Jesus. And for the person that never asked you, I pray with them, come, live on the inside of us. We're willing to heed your voice. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. You know, once you get to know him, you're just going to want to do what he says to do because you're so in love with him. But you got to let him touch you. Don't turn away from him. And if you're going to a church that doesn't teach you that relationship, then stop going. Jesus said, be careful who you listen to. Beware of false prophets. If they just want your money and they want you depending on them, then you're in the wrong place. Besides, Jesus will tell you where to go to church. 
He'll tell you what should be normal in your life and what should be sparse. Don't make him sparse. Don't depend on a church or a person. Depend on him. If you just asked him to live on the inside of you, that's exactly true. He's living on the inside of you. All you do is call on his name. It's no fancy prayer. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me and show me who you are. So if you said that prayer today, I'd so love it if you let me know. If you realize you're a religious person and you're going to start seeking Jesus for who he is to do as well, as well, I'd so love to know that. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.